0: The, the News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier he's a and Julie Buckingham. And he's, a husband. and he's a cool guy, and he joins us on 680 CJOB. Dr. Simon, how are you? Great, guys. How are you guys? Good, thank you. Uh, it's a tough topic, especially when, and for, um, and I'll say it, for white parents talking with their children about race and being sensitive to this and explaining this, how do we begin to, to go about this, Simon? Tenderly, I would think. You give me all the easy ones. I really appreciate that. I'm <laughs> um, just kidding. Um,
1: well, I mean, first of all, I, I go up to the whole concept of white parents. Um, nobody's really white. Nobody's really black. Um, we're all sorts of different colors. But but you know what? Let, but let's buy into the dichotomy for a second. Um, I prefer to say black and non-black because I think that, Black people are disproportionately, uh, as we're going to talk about a little bit later on, oppressed in many areas of society in a way that non-black people are. Hmm. And so when we're talking about this, I choose the term non-black parents um, because it gives, a, I think, a bit of a better um, way of looking at things as opposed to, you know, black and white sort of sounds like, you know, up or down or yes or no. It sounds very dichotomous. And, and I think that we've got so many more things that we're similar about, all of us as humans. Um, that that I think to use something as simple as how much melanin is in your skin is a very very well it doesn't make any sense quite frankly. But uh, your question is how do we begin that conversation? Um, is that what's the question, Richard?
0: That's uh, that's the question uh, because I look at this and and frankly there are teachable moments in all this. Oh,
1: all over the place.
0: Um, I think we got to start um, by recognizing and
1: I, I want to actually recognize that I'm a white physician or, or a non-black physician and I also am in a, a place of privilege and so I just want to say that I, I very much appreciate the platform to discuss these important issues that are hurting so many black people and have been hurting them for so long. And I also want to acknowledge that as a non-black person um, I don't believe I'm the best person to be discussing all the abuse, the trauma, the hardships, the oppressions, the microaggressions that so many of the black people have been experiencing for so long and for many of them for most of their lives. So at this point, I do totally appreciate the platform you've given me, Richard and Julie. Um, However, over the last several days, I've actually not been talking a lot. I've been doing a lot of listening. And I think the voices of the victims need to be the loudest and most compelling for us to really make meaningful and authentic change that will actually ripple through and stay as part of society. But we start off by checking into where where our kids are at. where, Where are they right now? And we recognize that complex issues require multiple conversations. Um, so like global warming or like, uh, like dating, like curfew, like, like COVID, there are so many complex issues that parents and families are facing nowadays. And, and then what's, what's really been brought to the forefront for what black people have been facing for really 300 years, um, this is a complex issue. It's going to take multiple conversations. I always say start off by parents do your homework, figure out where you're at, where your family values are at. And appreciate um, where you are at, where your spouse might be at, and make sure you're on the same page. Appreciate where extended family might be at, because there might be a whole family culture around, around race or around gender, around religion in your family. And so I can't give generic advice that's going to work for every single family, but I can say appreciate where your kid is at as well. Their age, the developmental stage, you know, whether they're a dandelion or an orchid, which we talked about before. So start off with where are you at as a person, as a parent, so where is your spouse and extended family at? And then start off by asking your kids questions. What do they think What do they think they know? How do they feel about what they're seeing all around them, whether they understand any of it? And, and what are they the most worried about, about what's going on right now? I'll let you guys uh, take a breather in. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I, and maybe I'll give you a, a specific example too, because when, when children are, are little and we've seen that, that viral video that was just so amazing of those two little boys running to, to greet one another. They hadn't, right. And, and they just don't see color. And I've seen another picture of a, of a little boy, two little boys that wanted to go um, to school for twins day. And, (laughs) and one was black and one was white. And they thought it was, it was, it all came down to the haircut. Um, So when my own son was very, very small um, of the, the movie Aladdin was, was big at the time. Mm-hmm. And we went out shopping, and he he saw a man, and he was wearing a turban. And he said, "Look, Mama, genie." And I was immediately horrified because I was like, "Oh my god! Like, I, I can't believe he said this." And so, what mm-hmm. do you do? How do you handle a situation like that? Oh, obviously, it opened a con- and and it, he said it because he was in awe. Let me jump he in. Then. This... Let
1: me jump in. Then. Yeah, yeah, those are great. are great questions. You're asking so many good ones. I want to kind of jump in there. Uh, first first of all, the, the comment about a genie for a person wearing a turban, um, you know, I'm not going to stereotype, but um, people wearing turbans have been facing lots of comments like that for a very long time, and many have developed actually a, a good sense of humor with people who don't really know whether they're Sikh or, or what specific religion they're following. And so that person actually might not have been offended by that, might have recognized it's a very uh, nice intention from a child that this is a powerful, magical being in front of them. Because that's what a turban symbolizes. And so our horror as non, you know, non-seek people or non-turban wearing people is because of what we imagine the person's response is. But I think if you look with kindness to the person who, who you know, your son's made a comment to and, and have a moment with them to sort of check in to recognize that um, you, know, you guys don't be on that stereotype. Typically, I think most other people are willing to, to let kids have a free pass on that one. So I say sort of check in with what's happening, but let's back up a little bit and say that kids by the age two to four years old, um, well, kids are old enough to start being able to have some conversations around things like race and things like gender. They understand the differences at a very uh, prim- primitive level, but they understand the differences. And I would say, discuss those differences between people in all sorts of different ways, like different heights, different eye colors, maybe different people laugh in different ways. There's different slurpy preferences. So don't be stereotypical about anything in any way and focus on how variety and differences make life so much more fun and interesting for us. Like if all we ever did was had pizza for dinner every day, even if you loved pizza, you'd get sick of pizza. So what I sort of ask parents to do is sort of teach kids about the differences or what really make life so beautiful and so fun and so interesting and not boring at all. And then um, from there you can start to shift conversations to situations where you teach your kids that sometimes bullies, can use things about people's differences that aren't true but they can do them in a way that is not fair to them because bullies want to have powers they want they want to do something that's not fair so they pick on anything and one of the things they pick on sometimes is something like skin color. I wanted to read you guys a quote from Dr. Duguay, who's a Maryland uh, pediatrician, based pediatrician. She was quoted in the New York Times. And I just love how she, what she said to sort of open this conversation about what's happening with George Floyd or what happened and how we're responding to it as a society. Do you guys mind if I read that? Please do. Um, so she, she says, there are, there are things happening in the news that are upsetting us. Unfortunately, there were police officers that made bad choices for the wrong reasons because of the scolor, color of our skin. And I think that that's a simple, honest, authentic sort of take on what's happening. And it opens up a conversation. Um, But you have to sort of pay attention to your child or teenager along the way, because if they're getting flooded or overwhelmed, you have to go back to listening again. You have to go back to validating how they're feeling, if they're getting upset. Trying to get a bunch more information into them while they're still in the room is probably going to overwhelm them. So that's why it's important to have multiple conversations. You're not going to be able to get the entire narrative done on one conversation. So you might get halfway through, and they might actually get triggered by something they've seen, an image of a riot or an image of something that's really violent. And, and so you have to be checking in with them. These are really delicate conversations to be having.
0: We've checked in with colleagues. I've checked in with friends and their kids, and there's a yep. lot of anger. There's anger directed at to what is happening. How can this happen, mom or dad, in our world?
1: Yeah, so it's, uh, you mean, how could could this have been happening for so long in our world? Mm -hmm. And I think that what we're realizing is that this has been going on for a long time, but we keep on being woken up to these facts and then being put to sleep again. And I think the anger comes from the population of people that don't, keep forgetting about these things and, a, and, and,
0: yeah. and i get that but what's happening amongst the circle i know is that they're turning it off and they're not having the conversation and i'm saying yeah. no have the conversation <laughs> because this is the yeah, moment yeah. in history to have that conversation as tough as it might be well we yeah uh, we thought the la riots was i mean
1: i mean if you, if you ask mm. black people this this is just this like probably the thousandth. example Great example of a watershed moment where we can come together. And so, and I'll be honest with you, all those symptoms you're describing anger, um, the Mm -hmm. numbness, the avoidance I'm sure there's insomnia in there too, because those are all the symptoms of trauma. And we can actually have vicarious trauma as well. And when we're living in a life Mm -hmm. where we don't necessarily, you know, um, aren't targets of something, it's very easy for us to. Not help out. Every one of us, I'll be giving example, Richard. Julie. Every one of us remember sometime in elementary or high school when someone in our class was being bullied, that wasn't us and we didn't do anything. And we didn't do anything because we didn't, we had the clout or we had the popularity or have maybe the self-esteem to be able to stand up for somebody else and say, hey, you know what, enough of that. We're not going to, that's not fair. What I love about using the concept of fair or not fair is that's something that kids of every age understand. And they also understand the concept of bullies. And I think if you're able to understand and explain those things to them, they can start to really get a, a picture of really how unfair things have been and how institutions have been using race to bully people for a long time.
0: Simon, we'll talk in two weeks. Thanks so very much. You're welcome. Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure. And uh, this is a heavy one. Thanks for letting me weigh in on that. I really appreciate it. The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.